This evening's broadcast of On the Yacht is proudly brought to you by Xavier's Shoelace Imports. Aglet is our middle... <coughs> Aglet... <coughs> David! Will you clean this dust? I can't breathe! <coughs> Hello, listeners. I'm Adam, the good captain of On the Yacht, which that's a, that is a roundabout way of saying that I'm the host of this radio program. But that is not to say that there are not many more other valuable members on this vessel. Uh, one of my, well, my first mate, or... Oh, yes, I'll, I'll happily call him a mate. Norman Vine. <laughs> Thank you, Adam. Thank you, Adam. I, I'd mate with you. I'd be your mate any day. Uh, no problems, matey. Kevin Goodle. Dr. Kevin Goodle. Hello, Adam. It's good to have you here. I like to think of myself as more of a bosun. A what? A boatswain. A bosun. Oh. Whatever oh. he is, he's talking again, so oh, okay. I suppose that's something. Well, uh, He's a good deckhand, at least. Oh, I'll uh, always give you a hand, Adam. He cleans the rudder, mm. does our Kevin Goodall. But it's an important job, isn't it? Oh, well, to keep the ship afloat, you must do these things. Yes, all the housework. Uh, but we, we chatter on. Uh, Nor- Norman, let me ask you, how was your day today? My day was fantastic. I just went to see my boyhood hero, Howard Jones. So I, I, I was right up against the speaker, so uh, I may have some trouble hearing this evening. Mm. So don't be afraid if I just yell what at you at some Tin- point. Tinnitus is uh, the disease with ringing in the ears, I believe. Do you have the ringing in the ears, Norman? <laughs> Kevin Goodall, Hello. might I ask what you did today? Well, I didn't go to any of these Rocco Roll... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just having a laugh here. Concertos. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's very funny. We mock. Um, I'm just looking at Norman in this ridiculous rock and roll get up he's wearing over there. <laughs> it's very silly. <laughs> very silly. But we can't we can't convey that on the radio. He's so wearing the leather pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh Norman, it's not 1973 anymore. But but you asked me what I did today. Yes, and I, Kevin. Well, it was a hot day. It's been a hot day for oh. the last week. Very hot, unseasonably hot. The big heat, indeed. So I um went down to your neck of the woods, actually, Adam, to have a a bit of a swim in the ocean. No, oh, all right. And uh, what? What? No, no, he, uh, Kevin Goodall has just said he's been for a swim in the ocean. Oh! I thought I might see you down there, Adam, and I was quite embarrassed, actually, because I was worried that you'd see me in my speedy. <laughs> you wear the speedos. <laughs> well, um, today I did, because it was so hot, I had to mm. let my legs breathe. Yes, you probably don't want to be sporting the togs on a day like today. 
because uh, you'd, you'd get out of the water, but as soon as you did, you're walking down the main street. You'd be uh, sweltering in that mm. that much clothing. Mm. Well, I I did have to keep my shirt on when I'm at the beach. I always keep my mm. shirt on when I'm at the beach. Because of that mole. It's a big one. It's right above the nipple. <laughs> yes, oh, I, I thought that was a third nipple. Whatever it is, it's not for discussion on the radio. Mm. But you didn't see me down there today, did you, Kevin Good? Well, I thought I saw someone scurrying behind some bushes in the dunes, like a like a crab scuttling along, and I thought, could that be Adam? Was it, he wearing leather pants? It absolutely could not have been me. I was down at, at the local library. Oh. Uh, what did you borrow from the library, Adam? Oh, nothing. I just uh, flipped through old newspapers. Looking for my lost love. Mm. I disappeared 20 years ago, and I've uh, not seen them since then. And I've just, uh, you know, look, flicking through our old newspapers to find them. Perhaps they're out there. Did you check the microfish? Uh, no, I, w- I was in the library. I wasn't at the beach. Oh, okay. Uh, but I've got a good story to tell about uh, yes. last night, actually. Right up against the speaker. Mm. I uh there's a noisy cruise ship parked down next to my boat at the Lugs Bay. Would you believe this? There is a noisy party boat full of I don't know homosexuals and what uh, what sex tourists. What's the flag on the stern? No, no, there's a big rainbow flag. Oh yes. Does it uh, say peace? They were up all night partying. Oh, I'm sure they were. Probably a popping ecstasy. I'd, it was very noisy, and I was, you know, after I, after I get home from doing this show every night, I want to hit the hay immediately. Uh, and when I was trying to sleep, they were just playing the loud rock music. Maybe you were there, Norman Vine. No, were you were there. No. Not last night, no. No, no, no. Right up against the speaker. Ah, uh, and you would not believe the dreadful music they were playing. It was that, uh, that doof, 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 oh, doof, yes. you know, with, with the bass. Not the good kind of bass that you find in the ocean. What is that bass? I don't know. So I didn't not... realise that was an ocean fish. I thought that was uh, only in lakes, no, fresh I'm water. I'm not an angler, Norman Vine. I thought you only got it from the fish market. No, 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 no. I, 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 we're not anglers. Maybe we should get our resident angler uh, in to check all these facts. Come ba- Back to the story. Oh, yes. Uh, to top it all off. The doofers. One, one of these doof heads went, well, they vomited oh. off the side of the oh. cruise ship. Oh. And it oh. landed all over my pot plants. Oh, oh no! Mm. Oh, and I, I, I was planning oh. to eat those pot plants. Oh no! <laughs> Bad I, neighbors. I hate to see wasted food. Oh, that's all right. I did eat them anyway. But let me tell you, I had a stern word today with the. Uh, well, it wasn't the captain. It was the. Uh, I don't know. Boatswain. They just, <laughs> they was, just sent some we- some lad to talk to me. Was he wearing what, a hat? What word was it, Adam? What word? Oh, what word did you say to him? He apologized. I, I said, listen here, Sonny, if you don't 
pull up this anchor and go to the next marina, I will have uh, draw funny pictures on the side of your boat because it's right next to it and I've got plenty of... You're listening to Radio Adelaide on Radio Adelaide 101.5 FM on the yacht. <coughs> so that's my story of noisy neighbours. We've all had a few, haven't we? Kevin Goodall, you've had your fair share of noisy neighbours. Oh, you'd better believe it. Hmm. How about you, Norman? Oh, yes. Uh, well, when you have as many houses as I do, yeah. you have a lot of neighbours. I, I just went through all sorts of problems putting in this new boat shed. Well, here is an idea. How about we get uh, the good folks out at home to call in and tell us their stories? What kind of neighbourhood disputes are you having? Call in 8303-50000 and you can talk to us and we'll, uh, I don't, I'll be here and I'll mediate all the problems and to see if I can't find you a good solution of how to... Uh, I don't know, fix these problems. You're a regular Judge Judo. No, I don't have any formal training, but, uh, you know, I like to think of myself as a... Uh, Martial artist. King Solomon. Ah. Well, you heard that number, 8303 so call in. You're on the yacht on Radio Adelaide 101.5. Adieu. Ah, I feel like biting into a Johnson. After all, they're the best kind of apples. I've been eating Johnsons for 30 years, and I've been selling them for 10. Next time you're down at the markets, stop by Johnson's Apple Cafeterium and keep a few doctors away. Excuse me? Excuse me? How much for an apple? Only 50 cents, my friend. Wow. Oh, that's great. Um, I'll have a pink lady, please. No! Only Johnson's. Johnson's as far as the eye can see. Get the hell away from my stall. Johnson's Apple Cafeterium. Just look for the big red Johnson down at the central markets. Excuse me, uh, don't you mean Jonathan? No, only Johnson's. Are you a proud member of your local Rotary Club? Have you noticed the young people today seem more interested in violent computer games, shoplifting and hopscotch instead of helping their community? Well make sure you sign your troublesome children up for the exciting youth-oriented subdivision of the Rotary Club. The Touchtone Club. Younger, faster and with less chance of spraining your index finger. The Touchtone Club. Keeping kids out of trouble and giving them a sense of community through the use of modern telephonics since 1963. Radio Adelaide, 101.5 FM, on the yacht. Welcome back on the yacht again, I'm Adam, and joined in the studio by Norman Van. Hello, Adam. Norman, we were talking just before the break about neighbourhood disputes. Mm-hmm. Mm, I mean, I, mm. I had a particularly sticky one, but we did ask for, for people to call in, and my producer informs me that the board has lit up like a Christmas tree. 
Uh, I guess, uh, I guess neighborhood disputes. It's just one of those things that you know gets the it pushes gets the, gets the cr rallies the crowd. You know, it pushes people's buttons, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's that's the phrase I was looking for. Yeah, and uh, you know what? They have pushed the buttons on their phone to call in, <laughs> or perhaps they've used one of those. Uh, uh, I, don't, I don't know what they call rotary them. phone. Rotary phone. Well, they're still manipulating the buttons in some way. Or perhaps they're using the telegraph. They're pushing the button down and... Just head, head on down to the post office, fill out one of those little forms. Can you still do that, telegraph people? I, I don't know. They still call them telegraph poles, so I'm, I'm sure hmm. there's some sort of technology still available. Yeah, very interesting, Norman. Okay, yeah. no, but let's, let's not dilly-dally anymore. Let's get our first caller on the line. It's Judith from Walkerville. Hello, Judith. Hello, could I speak to Norman, please? Yes, Norman is on the air here with me, Adam, on Radio Adelaide 101.5. Norman, this is Judith. I live across the way from your Norman Vine Manor. Ah, yes, Judith, and hello. my daughter tells me that yes. you have been ogling her from the top window of your manor. Now, Mr. Vine... What? What? I don't know you personally as a man, but I have heard your show on the radio... And I think it is disgusting that a man in a public position such as yourself should conduct himself in this way in his private life. My daughter is 16 years old, and it is not appropriate, Mr. Vine. Well, uh, Ju Judith, I'm so sorry. I mean, I'm... So am I. First of all, I have no idea what you're talking about. I... I uh, sure. I sometimes I, I like to venture out onto my balcony. It's uh... she says every day when she goes outside to sunbathe, or to swim in the pool, or to wash the car, well, or to play the volleyball in the bikini, that you are there in the top room of your manor, and you are ogling her, and worse, Mr. Vine, and worse even. I couldn't repeat what? on the radio the thing she said. Well, I suppose that's that's just purely coincidental. I mean, we're both outdoorsy types people. I, I enjoy the sun and looking at the clouds. And I, I'm often out on my balcony, you know, just taking advantage of all that nature has to offer. Bird watching, scar st stargazing. I, I enjoy all of that thing. You know, if, if, your, if your daughter seems to think that I'm... Ogling her. I mean, that's uh, that's that's her. That's her problem. I, I can assure you that is uh, not my attention intention. Judith, perhaps you've got something more to add. Nothing. You're listening to Radio Adelaide on Radio Adelaide 101.5 FM on the yacht. Hmm. Mm, interesting point there, Norman. I, I suppose. I mean, we've all been a victim, haven't we, when we've gotten out on the balcony in the morning and the wind has blown open our dressing gown and all is revealed. But mm, you know, It can be costly endeavours, those, I know from experience. Mm, mm, but uh, uh, I was purely a victim of circumstance. They're just accidents, aren't they, Norman? Oh, of course, of course. You know, people, sometimes they think... See, some mm. people think... Some people think everybody, everybody's looking at them. You know, the world revolves around them. I, I like to think that I'm not one of those people. Mm -hmm. That, uh, you know, sure, people are looking at me. I'm a, I'm a fascinating person. But not, you know, people have lives too. You know, they're, they're, they're looking at other things. There's much more things that, things that are much more interesting than, than you know, the human body. There's the trees. You, you know, there's lots of things to look the, at. The heavens. I suppose that a tele... I know you have a large telescope collection. And of course, you, of course. I mean, you're often out on your balcony watching the stars. That's what, that's what you're using it for. Certainly not to, 
to, uh, you know, observe others in the neighborhood. Well, certainly not my neighborhood. I mean, these, these telescopes are so powerful, I can look over three suburbs. It's mm, uh, quite okay. amazing. Yeah, interesting. All right. Now, we've got another caller up. Uh, it's Regi- no, Regina? Regina, from also from Walkerville. Regina, hello. Yes, hello. This is Regina. I'd like to speak to Norman. Uh, hello, Regina. It's uh, Norman Vine here. How are you? Yes, you remember me. I live next to you. Uh, I'm, I'm such a big house. I have so many neighbours. I'm, I'm sorry. I um, uh, I don't quite. Could you could you be more specific? Which uh? But I border your west wing. Oh, oh, Regina Mansfield. Oh, of course, yes, I know. I know your your father was a good friend of my father. Yes, yes. Well, enough about him. Your west wing. I'd like to talk about it. You have recently reposted your boundaries. Well, I can assure you that wasn't me. I had hired help to do that. That is not the point, Mr. Vine. You have absolutely squandered my petunias. Well, it's quite an allegation you're making there. I, well, uh, hold on there, Norman. Petunias are a lovely flower, and I have a, a large collection myself on, uh, well, I used to in my old, my old house. This is a very serious allegation that you're making, Regina. You think that Norman has squashed your flower collection when he has reposted the boundaries of his estate? Yes, he just wants more and more space to do whatever he does in his retired lifestyle. And you want to see the proof, Mr. Vine? Well, it's in your backyard now, so just look. Regina, let me tell you something about council approval. Once you have council approval on a project, you are allowed to implement it. Uh, don't blame me for the council. I mean, sure, I have, I have many friends who work for the council. That's beside the point. The council is a collection of neighborhood people, known by people, you know, from the local community, and they're in charge of I mean, taking charge of uh, projects like this, and they deem that it was uh, perfectly legitimate and legal and within my uh, my legal rights to do so. So, uh, I, hey, I don't make the law. I, <laughs> I, I just, uh, I wanted... Uh, six extra meters of, uh, of land for my, uh, my boat shed. And uh, it's, uh, it's coming in quite nice. Thank you. Fuck you, Mr. Vine! You're on the yacht on Radio Adelaide, 101.5 FM. Hmm, okay. Regina seemed a little upset there, Norman. I mean, it, it's... Oh, it's obviously that time of the month, you know, how these it, things go. It's interesting how there's always two points of view in these little tiffs, isn't there? That... The one person thinks they're in the right, the other person thinks they are. But obviously that can't be true. I mean, sometimes it's the case that you are only right, but it's give and get, isn't it? You've got to... I find that in situations like this, sure, one person does appear in the right, but usually there is another person who appears in the wrong. In this case, obviously, it is Regina who is in the wrong. Well, perhaps you could make, make a nice gesture and just toss the flowers back. Dig up the flowers and put them back in her yard. Oh, no, I'm, be... I'm afraid I had them all burnt. Oh, dear. Well, that's that's terrible news, I'm afraid. Regina, we're very sorry, but I hope you hope you keep listening to On The Yacht on Radio Adelaide 101.5. Our next caller is Colin. Oh, Colin is also from Walkerville. We're getting a lot of calls from Walkerville tonight, Norman. It's a popular suburb. Hello, Colin. <coughs> yeah, just, just call me Cole. Oh, Cole. All right. Colin. Cole, how how you doing? What's your problem? Um, yeah, well, it's an interesting, it's a doozy. I, I live, oh, 
I'd say about a hundred metres away from old Mr. Norman, Mr. Vine. Yes, and what was your name again? Cole. Nah, sorry, I don't know who you are. Well, you know something about me, and I know something about you. Is that right? Well, please. Yes, well, I have recently installed one of them, one of these, um, uh, what do you, wireless internet networks. So I can parade around my house doing whatever I want to do on the internet. Now, it's for me to do and for no one else to see. But that's another story that I don't want to talk about tonight. So what, what's, your, what's your point, Colin? My point is, if you just let me finish, is that with this wireless network available, of course, it is not just me that can access it. I have recently done a bit of digging, if you will, and have noticed that a certain internet usage has come from the Vine Manor. Well, I don't know how you can uh, possibly have determined that, but uh, well, what's what's this all about? Why why is this such a uh, big problem for you and your family? Who else, Mr. Vine, would be downloading equine pornography? Pornography? That's a very serious allegation. I'm sure, it was one of the stable boys. I don't I, I don't censor what they look up on uh, on uh, the internet connection. That's part of the contract. We supply them with internet. It's my internet connection, Mr. Vine, and you, whoever it is working underneath you, it's your name that is stealing my internet. Good day. Hmm, okay. That was an interesting call again, Norman. Um, I, I would suggest perhaps to the call, uh, that you put a password on the internet. I mean, it's ob I know I know you wouldn't do that, Norman, because you know my stance on pornography, and I don't I don't associate with anyone who doesn't feel in a similar way to me on this issue. Some, but someone, and obviously not Cole himself as well, is is doing this deed. And well, there are a lot of crazy people uh, in mm. Walkerville. But I've, I've come to realise this. Uh, been living there for quite some time now, and obviously anyone anyone could be uh, could be doing that. Yes, well, that, that's why he needs to get passwords to stop uh, you know and any vagabond passing through and 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 using his internet. I mean, there are kiddies out there who, of course, yes, uh, you know, they need to be protected from this sort of stuff. Just skipping, playing volleyball, swimming mm. in the pool, doing all those kid in things. Innocent childhood activities, Norman Vine. Radio Adelaide, 101.5 FM. This is Tim Ray speaking. One last caller we'll have is Manfred from Walkerville. Hello, Manfred. Hello, Norm. This is Manfred. I live in the house behind your property there at Walkerville. Ah, yes, that's the old servants' quarters. Yes, I believe I have met you on a couple of occasions. Were you the one who did that uh, fence reposting for me? Ah, yes, I did that uh, last weekend. And thank you very much for uh, letting me, for giving me the work, Mr. Vine. But yeah. the reason for my call today is yes. I was just listening in on the radio and I heard these people calling in and it reminded me that when I came home from work today, I went, I, I went to my house, which is behind your house. Only something very strange has happened, uh, Norm. My house had been bulldozed out of existence and standing on that very ground 
was a boat shed emblazoned with the vine coat of arms. Would you care to explain this scenario to me, Norm? Because frankly, it left me very perplexed. Well, um, what was your name again? My name is Manfred. Manfred, I don't know what you're talking about. We've, we've met on a, on a handful of occasions. No, I don't believe I've met you before. Mr. Vine, my house has been bulldozed out of existence, and upon that very ground now stands a boat shed emblazoned with the Vine coat of arms. I'm very perplexed by, by what kind of series of events has, has led this to happen, Norm. Well, uh, Manson, uh, the uh, possession is nine-tenths of the law, so uh, <laughs> I'm afraid, uh, afraid you've lost your house there. <laughs> Nothing much we can do about that. Hmm, interesting. Interesting. Manfred, where are you now? I am currently uh, sleeping in the library. The local public library, the Walkerville Public Library. Uh, the, the state library in the city. Ah, I see, I see. Well, actually, that's not too far from where we're broadcasting. I know. And uh, I sympathize. <coughs> because I lost my house very recently. Did you really, Adam? Yes, and I don't know if you know, but currently I am living out of a boat in the Largs Bay. That is very upsetting for me to hear that, Adam. Very upsetting. I suggest that you come and stay with me. Really? On my boat. Uh, just it, it, it would just be you and me, and there is only one bedroom, so we might have to snuggle up at night uh, to keep warm, because it can get cold out at sea. But I am offering you free lodging at my residence in Largs Bay. Well, what time do you, do you knock off? tonight, as they say, Adam. We'll knock off at midnight here, so why don't you just come on down to the station uh, after midnight, and I'll introduce you to Norman Vine. Well, I was planning on paying old Norm a little visit then anyway, so... Oh, oh well, isn't that a happy coincidence? You can come uh, and uh, just have a nice chat with, with Norman Vine, and then afterwards we'll uh, head on home to my boat. How does that sound? I will see you then, Adam. It sounds glorious. Oh, excellent, excellent news, Manfred. Thank, thank Thomas you, Sarah. Thank you for your call, uh, Norman. We've had some interesting calls tonight, haven't we? <coughs> um, yes, <laughs> very interesting. You don't look so well. Are you okay? Uh, oh, I'm fine, fine, yeah. fine. <laughs> no, uh, you Just can't wait to get in my boat and uh, head on down to the beach. You know, it's nothing, nothing better than living in Walkerville, which is, as you know, about 40 minutes away from the uh, shore. Mm. And uh, just looking, looking out of your balcony across the pool and whoever happens to be uh, swimming in it, and, and just looking at your your own coat of arms on a boat shed. I mean, it's just it, mm. it's indescribable. It's uh, it's really I I love I love my neighbourhood. Oh, very good, very good. It's I'm I'm glad to hear that you don't have the same kind of problems that we've just been hearing about all night. The amount of freedom that a man can have is in this in this country of ours is just something to be worshipped, I think. Oh, well, good, good point, Norman, and we'll end on that. Uh, thank you, everyone, for your calls. Uh, I hope you'll call in again tomorrow night when we have yet another talkback session on God knows what. But it's been good, very good. Time to go to a song now. You are on the yacht on Radio Adelaide, 101.5 FM. <laughs> Smoky. <coughs> oh, oh, yes. <coughs> Smoky.
an adjective one might use when referring to any of the quality tobacco products manufactured, marketed, and sold by Vine and Hedge's fine cigars. But if for some reason you find you don't have as many lungs as you used to, we've got just what you need. Vine and Hedge's is proud to announce its new range of human lung transplant services with your brand new lung removed from only the finest convicted Chinese criminals I assure you, like me, Norman Vine will be smoking long into your 50s. Isn't that right, Checkers? Checkers? Here, boy. Oh, that's right, you're dead. Must work on those lung transplants for pets. Vine and Hedges Lung Transplants for the Smoking Man. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm Norman Vine, and I endorse this event or product. Radio Adelaide, 101.5 FM. This is Tim Ray speaking. Ah, good day, mates. Welcome back on the yacht. It's me, your host, Adam. Uh, Joining me, as always, Dr. Kevin Goodall. Adam. And Norman Vine. Right up against the speaker. Are you all right there, Norman Vine? You were coughing rather loudly. <laughs> Too many of those Vine and Hedges. Oh, those funny cigarettes at the Rocco concert. Now, Norman, I've got a question for you. Yes, please. Did I see you coming in tonight from this rock and roll concert riding on a motorbike? A hog. No, no, no. I thought no, I saw no, you no, no. in a leather jacket, no. hair blowing in the wind. No, it wasn't me. Astride a motorcycle. No. Oh. It was not me. How did you get here tonight then, Norman? Oh, I drove here in my car. Mm, drove what, myself this evening. What kind of car? A 1953 Jaguar X7. Mm. Custom made, only I own it. Quality car. Oh, oh, yes. Uh, yes. They don't make them like that. Don't, ever. Don't park Except it, that one time. For me. Don't park it too close to that uh, Hungry Jack's. Because the kids will throw eggs at the car. And yes. You have an egg car. Yes, I've been egged before. Mm. Mm. Do they sell eggs now at the fast food restaurant? Inside the burgers. They give you an egg. Uh, A hard-boiled yes. egg. It's cooked. An egg. Hard-boiled. No, it's cooked. Uh... Uh, you know, I don't really know what the kids are doing, uh, eating their jackers. In eating their eggs as well. Mm. Lots of protein. All right, all right. Now, I heard you a second ago say, jackers, Adam. Jackers? Isn't that what the kids call Hungry Jacks? Well, I have a bone of contention with this, because this is a misuse of the English language. Oh, really? What? Okay. What, what, how, what, where have I gone wrong, Dr. KG? Because you are an our expert on youth culture. What is a jacker? <laughs> it's just what they say. They say, uh, I'm very I'm famished, and I would like to purchase some Hungry Jacks. It sounds like something obscene. Let's go for a late-night jackers run. Sounds like uh, something some construction workers might be doing on the side of the road. 
With Sounds a, a, rude. No, jackhammer. That, that is a jackhammer. So you've got an uh, English language not wrong to, as well. Not well, Janhammer. He was a guest on our show once, if you cast your mind back. Well, I would like to open up a forum for discussion right here. Mm. Pals, what are your least favourite misuses of the English language? Or, if you will, your most hated misuses of the English language? Well, let me start. I hate it when, uh, when people say Maccas for McDonald's. They're wrong. Mackers! <laughs> you don't like the Mackers! It's Jackers! Jackers! 5UV, Radio Adelaide's On The Yacht. Call now, 8303-5000. Yes, Jackers is the correct uh, one. Not You don't say Mackers, but you say, I'm going to McDonald's. McDonald's restaurants. Norman Vine, do you have a... Uh, Oh, yes. Yes, I, I am, of course, from England, so I am well-versed at using the English language. Uh, in regards to your question before, I can't stand when somebody says, I will give you an invite. Mm. You don't give someone an invite, you give someone an invitation. Oh. You invite someone. Because I get a lot of invites in the mail, because I have a lot of um, parties to go to and that sort of thing. So obviously, uh, this mm. this affects me more than most. Yes, you would you would prefer to see the correct usage of the word invitation. Yes, I am in agreement with you. Oh, good, Doctor K G. Since uh, since you brought up this topic, I suggest you've got a few ideas flying around in that big noggin of yours. <laughs> oh, Adam. Five UV Radio Adelaide's on the yacht. Call now eight three zero three five double o double o. Well, Adam, mm. where to begin? You know I'm a man who gets very, very steamed up and hot under the collar about all kinds of things, but in this particular case, one that springs to mind immediately is irregardless. Oh, right. Irregardless of. I Ir don't like it. Irregardless of what? Context, my man! The English language. Mmm. Mmm. I don't quite understand what the... Uh... Oh, uh, in regards to your question earlier there, I, I believe Tim in the newsroom, a light is flashing. Should we cross to him? Because yes. he is, of course... Hello, Tim. A bit of a guru. Tim. Yes. Hello! <laughs> hello. I can't see you, but hello. Tim, my man, how are you? I, I, I'm quite well. I, I was just... I listened with one ear to what you're saying. Did some, you sometimes. ride a motorcycle here tonight? Um, no. No, I rode a push bike. Oh. Tim, you're our grammar Nazi. Mm. Can you tell us what... Uh... Do you catch... Uh, let me uh, start with this. Do you catch public transport? I catch the omnibus sometimes, yes. A man after my own heart, the omnibus. What is with this bus language? If you are to write bus, put an apostrophe in front of the B to represent the omni in front of it. Thank you. Mm. Well, I always say omnibus, uh, the full word. Can't stand those things. They should all be taken off the road, mm. replaced mm. with private vehicles from Norman Vine Motors. Mm. What if we can't afford? Oh, ho, ho. 
You will. You know what I also hate? I hate when people say biased. There is no such word as biased. The correct word is bias. So I can say, see, I can see the difference there. You see, so you I know, am in agreement with when, you. When Norman endorses Norman Van Motors, I you He's know. going to buy us a car. Is that it? <laughs> oh no, I'm not. Over. That is a no. good one, Doctor Kevin. Goodly spotted one there. But uh, well, I didn't spot. But no, what I was going to say is the correct way to say would be to say Norman Vine is bias in regards to You're on the Yacht on Radio Adelaide 101.5 FM The filthy little worm Do we have any Wouldn't more? Wouldn't want to hear that out of context Do we have any more lads? Uh, mm. I am at finish I can't think of anything yeah, I literally can't think of anything either. No, nor can I. Hmm. Well, maybe. Literally nothing. Well, let's go buy us some jackers. Yes, we'll all go out and go on a late night jackers run when we finish the show. You love the late night jackers, Adam. Oh, well, I'm hoping I'm hoping I'm not buying because I would would enjoy those free drink refills. But uh, I don't know. On the yacht, Radio Adelaide 101.5. You're on the yacht on Radio Adelaide 101.5 FM. (coughs) Well, we're back here on the yacht with uh, nearly 10 minutes to go until we can knock off and have some jackets. I'm in agreement with that. Hello, Norman Vine. Hello, Adam. How are you? I must say, you do really look ludicrous in these, in these, you know, leather pants, and you've got your, I don't know, tattoos out. They're, they're rub-on ones. Oh. That's right. Right up against the speaker. Motorcycle helmet. No, that wasn't me. That was uh, somebody else. Norman, I must ask, are you going through a midlife crisis? No. Are you uh, if sure? Any, if anything, I'm at a 65% life crisis the right now. classic car, the rock and roll I've console. Always, I've always had that car. I've had it since 1953. I don't believe I've seen it before. Well, <laughs> I have many, many cars. Oh, <laughs> I have so many cars. You haven't seen all of them. Where do you store them all? Oh, I couldn't possibly begin to reveal that information on the radio, Adam. Mm. It's like mm. Tim Ferguson's Star Wars memorabilia collection. Secret location. Who is that? He's a man. Fergo. Mm. Fergie, as I like to call him. Norman, you look like you're a village man. No, I'm from the city. I can from the city. You. <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm a city slicker. Adam, you look like you've got something you want to say. No, not much, actually. Oh, okay. I would like to get us to a news break, though. That would be... All you can think about is that jackers. (laughs) Mmm, jackers. Hello, it's time for a news update, which means it's time for a news update. Tim Ray with On The Yacht News. $17 million worth of damage has been sustained so far in the Largs Bay Marina fire. 
The fire was started in the early hours of Friday morning last week after electrical equipment being used for an outdoor broadcast created sparks, causing a grass fire which firefighters have found uncontrollable. As the fire rages out of control, Station Officer Basil Steele had this to say. Yeah, at the moment 17 appliances are being utilised to try and bring the Largs Bay Marina fire under control. Uh, containment lines established three days ago have failed as strong northerly winds have made fighting the fire extremely hazardous and difficult. Uh, fire investigators suspect that out-of-date equipment was used during the outdoor broadcast, with some pieces of equipment dating back to the 1920s. Uh, the Radio Transmission Historical Society is helping with their investigation. Station Officer Basil Steele there. Checking the obituaries now with Mr Hollywood himself, Richard Wright, live from New York. Tim, Tim, hello! Oh my God, oh my God, Tim, hello! Oh my God! <laughs> hello Richard, uh, how are you? Uh, no, Richard, that's not necessary. Who are the dying people wearing? Oh, Tim, oh my God, well, the ones that are wearing something. <laughs> Woo! Well, uh, well, Tim, John Updike here is wearing uh, Armani. He's wearing a beautiful Armani body bag. Oh, it's gorgeous. There's sequins and... Oh my God, I wish I was in one of those things. Yeah, I, I, the police are leading me away now, so I gotta go. See you later, Tim. Woo! The very much alive Mr. Hollywood, Richard Wright, live from New York. Time now to check in with Nick Blue. Yeah, how you going, Tim? Just checking the vital signs for the drive home here on Radio Adelaide 101.5 FM. There's some traffic lights flashing red on West Terrace, just like the hot-hot deals at Red's Bathroom Supplies. Soundproof your bathroom today. There's a burst water main on the corner of Portrush and Green Hill Road, just next to Tony's Golf Bunker. Brand new location on the corner of Portrush and Green Hill Road. Look for the fountain, but watch out for the water hazard. And got an accident at the South Road Anzac Highway underpass. A cyclist has been run over by a steamroller. He's as flat as a pancake. This week at Paddy's Pancake Parlour, you can get a free small pancake with the purchase of 12 large pancakes. Patty's Pancake Parlor Baker's Dozen Pancake Special. You've never had a Patty's Pancake until you've had a Patty's Pancake. And just a reminder, if you own and operate a steamroller, it can be a lot of fun to squish things, but please do watch out for cyclists and remember to share the road, even if you are constructing it and the cyclist is an idiot who's only riding a bike because he saw the tour down under on TV. Tim? Thanks, Nick. Nick Blue. Uh, Nick, I've been meaning to ask... How's the wife going? Yeah, thanks, Tim. Just answering your question here on Radio Adelaide 101.5 FM. The wife's been good, except for a small problem in the bedroom. Can't seem to satisfy her anymore, but that's OK, because I've picked up a vial of Dunkley's nasal spray for only $12.95 down at the local chemist. Hasn't seemed to make much difference, seeing as though my wife's sleeping with my brother. Tim? Thanks, Nick. Nick Blue there. Oh, sorry, Nick. Uh, one more question. How's that hair problem going? Yeah, thanks, Tim. Just checking the mirror now. I can see several grey hairs forming at the temples, and uh, my toupee seems to be falling off. That's OK, because I've had a Norman Vine hair transplant for only ten ninety-five down at the local servo. But it doesn't seem to matter, because I'm on the radio. No one can see my face anyway, Tim. Thanks, Nick. Nick Blue there in the Red's Bathroom Supplies, Tony's Golf Bunker, Paddy's Pancake Emporium... Parlour. Fuck. Paddy's Pancake Parlour, Traffic Centre. Mmm. Commercial endorsement. <clears throat> Mmm. And the weather for tomorrow. 
Weather is expected in the Adelaide metropolitan area over the next 48 to 72 hours. The volcano eruption threat in South Australia remains low and Australia continues to hurtle towards Indonesia and Papua New Guinea at 73 millimetres per year. Oh, uh, oh, and it's going to be, I don't know, uh, 35 degrees tomorrow. That's the latest from the newsroom. I'm Tim Ray. And now, the BBC. What? Oh, for fuck's sake, David. Will you ever give me the right bit of information? I'm a very busy man. I've got to catch a plane at 10 o'clock in the morning to raise fucking money for fucking charity. And I've got these people here shoving stuff up my bloody nose and my ass, my back against the wall, and I have to put up with your incompetence. Fucking sick of it. <coughs> and for the... <coughs> for the last... <coughs> for the last time, David, <coughs> will you clean up? <coughs> will you clean this dust? What is it, David? Oh. And now, more from On The Yacht. Oh. Oh, I'm sorry, you've uh, caught me jackers. I mean, Pull those um, pants up, Adam. This is a radio station, not a cruise ship. Mm. Well, now that I've steeled myself and I'm uh, back, back on the on the talking, I thought I would cross over to Tim. Tim, hello, hello, Tim. <coughs> oh, how are you? You all right then, matey? This is like a minefield in here. Jesus, minefield. Like a minefield. What is a minefield like? <coughs> Dust everywhere. No, I thought it was all right. But uh, um, you know, I, uh, I I push on, and uh, mm, mm. you know, um, the, the poles keep rolling in, and uh, poles. The poles. Yeah, the uh, the people from Poland they keep rolling into the station. I have a good joke about a pole and a screen door. But I won't relate it to live on air because it's a little racy. But. Uh, <laughs> Tim, that's your theme. Mm. Uh, read us poles. Oh, I don't have them here. That they're they're rolling in. But... Tim Ray, everybody. Oh, so you have no poles for us. Adam, I wanted to talk to you about something that happened to me in the past seven days. Oh, I like where this is going. Yes, I ordered a pizza for my dinner oh, okay. several nights ago. And it was what, a... from the Dominies. <coughs> Most set, don't make me chortle, Dr. Kevin. <laughs> Pizza Havo. No, no it's from my local independent pizzeria. And it was one of those 43 degree days. So oh. I didn't want to leave the house. So I got one of those. Ice cream pizzas. <laughs> no. No, silly, it would melt. Do you make an ice cream pizza now? They certainly do. I had if no you're idea. If your local isn't making an ice cream pizza, he's resting on his laurels. It's funny that you should say uh, resting on your. Or I should say resting on laurels because uh, it's an incorrect phrase. Back on our. If we're getting back to our incorrect uses of English, which we aren't, but continue. Uh, it incorrect laurels. People say means uh, an olive wreath to be placed on the head. In fact, it actually means the testes. And so to rest on one's laurels is to be painfully resting on... 
It's a camper van. Larry's Camper Vans, 220 South Road. Ooh, but it's enough to make one infertile. Hmm. Well, you would know, Dr. Kevin Goodall. Oh, I don't know. How's that narrow urethra? <laughs> mm. On the radio, Adam. Back to the ice cream pizza. It's very good. Where do and I get an ice cream pizza from? From your local. My local? Your local pizzeria. My, G my GP? No, your local pizza man. <laughs> As I was I'm saying, sorry I have interrupted uh, your story, Norman. As I was saying, I ordered the pizza and I got it delivered because it was just too hot to what leave my What type of pizza was it? I can't remember, but it had barbecue sauce. I no remember ice that. cream. No, no ice cream. I, I don't know if I believe you about this, Adam. Did Jackers make pizza? I think you're telling porky pies. Pork pizza, that would be nice. Now look at Norman. He's turning beet red <laughs> over there in the corner. His rock and roll makeup is starting to run because the waterworks have been turned on. Oh, I remember. Quit your whinging, Norman. It was the special meat pizza with 17 different charcoal meats on the one pizza. Yes. Mm. Anyway, what I wanted to talk Enjoy about... meat in my mouth. When the pizza delivery man came to the door, I opened it. Not the pizza delivery man, I didn't open him, I opened the door, silly. And the pizza delivery man had a blood nose. It was dribbling all over the pizza. Oh, and no. I found this situation socially bizarre. But I paid the pizza man anyway. I gave no tip. Because that's not what I do. That's not how I became a rich man. Get back to the blood man. And I ate the pizza. And I think I might have something now. Hiv. The doctor says the test results need to be sent to France. Mmm. Why did you eat the bloodied pizza? I wonder. Because it had 17 different meats on it. But the blood I surely I does not taste I very good, does I it? I thought that came from one of the livestock that had been slaughtered to put onto the pizza. Hmm. Would you eat the 17 meat pizza? No, I'm on a dairy-free diet at the moment. No All dairy. All carbs. All carbs. All. <laughs> I thought the fashion was to eat no carbs. Not for days. me. Not for me, Adam. No. All carbs. What is your favorite carbo? <laughs> the 1953 Jaguar XJ7. No, no, your hearing is acting up again, Norman. I said carbo. That's right. Right up against this piece. Carbohydrate. Garbo? Who are you calling a garbo? I've seen you eating from a bin. Greta Garbo, famous Hungarian actress. What are we discussing? It's your show. You uh, tell me. That's it. I've had enough of this show. This is really starting to grate on me. I just... I'm totally not on this planet anymore. I just... I'm thinking about the Jackers. Uh, I think it's about time that this show ended. Oh, I'm sorry. We have to do a subscriber called... God... Shall I do it? Yes, Norman Vine. I mean, Kevin Goodall. I'm Norman sorry. Norman can do it. Have you yeah. ever done one, Norman? Oh. <laughs> You're the salesman. You tell me, how do I subscribe? Um, uh, I've got to know. Send Norman. money to 
to Radio Adelaide. Yes? 228 North Terrace. Yes, yes. You have to send it to them. But how much? Uh, maybe give them a couple of hundred dollars just to be safe. Yes? And I'm sure they're very good people. I'm sure they will give you the correct amount in change. They yes, certainly yes, wouldn't yes. keep that for themselves and use it to spend on things. No. Ice cream, pizza. Yes. Where? And then you... And then... You have your photograph taken. And Mug you need shot. to provide a blood sample. Hiv! And... Actually, maybe that was why he had blood all over him. He'd just be cut... Yes, that's right. The pizza man had just signed up to Radio Adelaide. 8303-5000. That's all the information in some sort of order. Super. Well, does that wrap up tonight's show, boys? I don't know. I think it does. Yes, why not? I, uh, I'm, I'm knocking off the clock. Got to go to the Jackos. Going to get some Jackers. You've got that wrong. Oh, yes. No. I want to get a 35-cent cone. Did you know that you can go down to the local food land and pick yourself up a box of Funtime Party Cones? Thought you were going to say, pick your nose for a second there. <laughs> you can do that too. Don't even have to pay for it. Also, you could go to the Vine, um, Vine Mart and pick up the same thing for 30% more. They'll pick your nose for you for a small fee. One of life's little pleasures. Adam? <sighs> well, on that note, I... I think it's time to sign off. It's been enjoyable having you here listening to us on the yacht once again. But for tonight, this is Adam signing off. You're on the yacht 101.5 FM. Up next, the BBC. Come back and we were quite vigilant looking around. Uh, but we felt then that uh, they had missed us.